Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The question is whether or not you believe that his actions were legally justified. And I submit to you that no reasonable person would have done what the defendant did. And that makes your decision easy. He is guilty of all counts. Thank you. That was the uh, closing argument from the prosecution yesterday. Should be guilty in all counts, says he. Um, and his name, what is his name there, Hanson? You went to school with the guy? Binger. Binger, the lawyer. Hanson went to high school with him, so it's quite the uh, fun thing among Hanson and his classmates to be following this guy that they know so well. Well, and it was the two-man comedy act of Binger and Kraus yesterday. It was James Kraus, the uh, the portly fellow, the assistant DA, joined in the uh, the verbal whacking of young Mister Rittenhouse. So the um, jury currently has the case, and they're going to deliberate. And uh, I've heard people like Joe say it's going to be super fast. And then all the legal experts that Shannon Bream had on her show, and she's a, she's a lawyer, so she knows a lot about this sort of stuff. They all thought it would take days to go through this. So I don't have any idea. Yeah, it kind of depends on the dynamic in the jury room. I, there are several charges and and three different scenarios, essentially, um, of when Mr. Rittenhouse uh, shot people. And so, you know, if there are a couple of jurors who say, no, no, I really want to go through the evidence, yeah, it could take some time. We'll hit you with some of the highlights from yesterday that had everybody talking and tweeting and texting about. This is one of them. Clearly, if there's provocation, he's guilty. But even outside of provocation... Why do you get to immediately just start shooting? As Mr. Binger said, he brought a gun to a fist fight. And he was too cowardly to use his own fist to fight his way out. He has to start shooting. That was Yeah, a, yeah, chased down by a mob, fight your way out with your fist. That was a hell of a thing to do, to call the kid a coward. I don't know how that... As a juror, I'd be like, whoa, wait a second. Even if I'm kind of buying your argument, wait a second. Calling that kid sitting right there a coward seems a little much. I don't know how a jury reacts to that. Well, and that's the thing. you got to be careful of overreach, but I don't think the guy had many good arguments on his side, so he, you know, threw a Hail Mary. Tried to just get the jury to hate Kyle Rittenhouse. There's so much good stuff. There's the what actually happened in the trial and so much of the reaction that happened on cable news and all kinds of different places. How about this... um, montage of left-wing media coverage of Rittenhouse and how it has gone down. Clip 47 there, Michael. Chaotic situation with somebody who's untrained with a weapon uh, going to the middle of civilians and just looking for trouble. And it is trouble that he found. Amy, I don't have a crystal ball, all right? What I know is the law and what I know is what white people are willing to do to defend white supremacy. That acting job of the crying, I can't even look at it. That is one of the worst acting jobs I've ever seen. He was well prepared by his defense attorneys to disrupt his image as a trigger-happy vigilante who went on a shooting rampage at a Black Lives Matter protest. What kind of idiot, 17-year-old, gets a giant gun and goes to a riot? He has no license. He has no training. He thinks he's going to scrub graffiti off with his AR-15. I mean, the stupidity of this. Oh, my God. So, uh, you know, since the race came up in this clip, got to hear some of these race things and then comment on them. I mean, oh. Some of this stuff is just over the top. 
In the court of public opinion, they're really arguing that white men, especially white men with a gun, are allowed and have the space to defend and protect a country and a social order that keeps them at the top and a country that they stole from indigenous folks and built with black people's labor. The media is participating and perpetuating this charade because as far as I can tell, the only reason why any of this is allowed is because of the whiteness of it all. So you have white rioters and child molesters and wife beaters and 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 uh, violent uh, looters and, and arsonists and the rest of it running around ostensibly in the name of Black Lives Matter. Uh, maybe, maybe not. And they get into a fracas, and a bunch of white guys end up fighting, and one of them kills the other one, and that's white supremacy. Well, there's no limit to how far they'll stretch logic. Obviously, yeah, I thought that particular clip and i don't know who that is she was a guest on some msnbc show um i thought that was just awful Uh, one of the i I can't believe we're at a point where people say that sort of stuff now i realize these cable news channels they really don't we talk about them more than they deserve in terms of their imprint on the nation um and the number of people that watch them but i can't believe there are people with shows making a living that get to say stuff like that that's just unconscionable. Well, right. But, you know, to your previous sort of point, if you were to say, you know, you're engaging in uh, ridiculous uh, illogical pandering, they would say, yeah, right. Yes, we are. That's what we do. Well, it's one thing. It's, to, business it's one thing to illogically pander. But if you're going to if your whole driving point over and over again is this is a racist country, we have a racist system. Our, our entire justice system is shot through with white supremacy. That's going to go bad places. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's not just, you know, uh, your over-the-top point of view about the tax code or something. That's ugly stuff. We yeah, have, I see what you're saying. We sh- it's of more significance than oh I Oh, my it. God. We should yeah. not play with the whole idea of this is a racist country. We shouldn't be so flip about that. And it's just awful. Now, so uh, Jonah Goldberg tweeted this out today on that topic. Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream company, tweeted today, the hashtag Rittenhouse trial displays yet again that our justice system system is racist. Okay, I wish they would go a little further on that. Why is the Rittenhouse trial showing that our justice system is racist? But Jonah Goldberg tweets, forget that I don't go to ice cream mascots for giant corporations for legal insight. But this idea is everywhere. The contention is a black kid would be treated unjustly in this situation. Okay, possible. But the implication is that the white kid should also be treated unjustly? Right. It's unsupportable. Insupportable. And as has been pointed out, if it was a situation where one young black man killed two other young black men and wounded a third, um, that happened a hundred times in America yesterday. And and frequently the trial doesn't happen at all, or if it does, it's pretty similar to this one. Here's Joy Reid. We do know who her, she is a little more on this topic. It's hard to yeah. take. What's that, Joe? Well, I was just going to say, before we get to that, because we're rolling on really quickly. Okay, okay. Uh, can I hear, uh, give me Tucker 41. It's such a great comment. So who emptied the gender studies department and put them all on television all at once? How destructive is this to the country? Seriously, putting crap like that on television. If you're wondering, can they racialize anything? The answer is yes, they can. I agree. How destructive to the country is it to be that flip 
about uh, we, us being a clearly racist country with a clearly racist justice system. What? What? Where do you think that's going to lead? Well, it's going to lead to violence in the street and right. people showing up with guns and lots of people getting shot. Had a guy show up to the school board meeting in good old Loudoun County, Virginia, the other day, a black man who was pissed off. He's a big critical race theory supporter, social justice, and and his time elapsed. He wanted to keep uh, talking. Some of the crowd got mad at him. He said, I have a thousand soldiers. I'll be back with them, and we're locked and loaded. Of course, you didn't hear that. Uh, they got no coverage. But, uh, yeah, yeah, keep, keep uh, whipping up anger. We got more on the whole it's racist thing from Joy Reid. Earlier today, the teenager accused of murdering two men and wounding a third in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year, took to the stand in his own defense. And the circumstances are almost built for an actual CRT course. The white, now 18-year-old, faces an almost entirely white jury of his peers, with the exception of one black man. Dream with me, Paul. Could any child of color, young person of color, ever, 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 ever do that on a stand? And get away with it. Uh, you already know, Joy. Of course not. This is white privilege on steroids. Uh, what should the trial be? I, I don't know. And so if she's implying that a, a, a black kid would have been tried by a mostly white jury and found guilty in the same situation, I guess she's implying that. But so you're hoping that we also have a lack of justice for, as as Joan Goldberg pointed out, so the remedy would be to have it be unfair for Rittenhouse also? Well, right. It's it's just a strange, well, it's just, you know, jabbing at grievances all over, over and over. And yeah, we do have work to do to make our uh, justice system more fair and equitable. I actually agree with that, but uh, this doesn't illustrate it in any way. Um, anyway. What about the infamous Asian food racism, though, Jack? Are we going to deal with that, or are we going to sweep yeah. that under the carpet? I hadn't heard this. This is hilarious. Uh, 43, Michael. Let's hope for 1 o'clock. I don't know. This the, is the uh, judge. Hope the Asian food isn't coming. It's on, isn't on one of those boats in Long, uh, Long Beach Harbor. Yes, that was the judge making an off-color joke about Asian food during a murder trial. I want to ask you, how unusual is the judge's conduct currently? Well, I think some of the things were way out of line. You know, the comment about the Asian food, for example. Okay, so they're breaking for lunch. Obviously, they've ordered Asian food for everybody to eat during the lunch break. And the judge says, okay, I think we'll reconvene at 1. Let's hope the Asian food is on time. It's not stuck on one of those boats outside a port. Well, that is, oh, controversial. That's problematic. Oh, that was inappropriate. Oh, what are you talking about? You can say Asian and not be racist. So we got to hear this again. So you're yeah. going to hear the just the uh, the talking head there following it. And then she throws it to a former uh, prosecutor. I mean, like somebody, a smart person, not just a talking head. But here you go. Let's hope for one o'clock. I don't know. The uh, hope the Asian food isn't coming. It's on isn't on one of those boats in Long, uh, Long Beach Harbor. Yes, that was the judge making an off-color joke about Asian food during a murder trial. I want to ask you, how unusual is the judge's conduct currently? Well, I think some of the things were way out of line. You know, the comment about the Asian food, for example. What are you talking about? Way out of line? (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? What is the charge? Eating a meal? (laughs) 
A succulent Chinese meal. What? Where I did? I don't even know how to react to the world anymore. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? And of course, that comment, the off-color comment about the Asian food. What are you talking about? I hope our meal isn't late. That was the end of it. No, what are you talking about? Clearly anti-Chinese bias. You remember uh, Trump calling it the China virus, racism. What the hell is going on? You know, and this would all be funny, except, and this is going to be our freedom-loving quote of the day tomorrow. It's one of my favorite ones from Voltaire, the uh, great French thinker and author. Um... Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. If they wipe out all logic, all history, all culture, all that exists, to quote Orwell, is the never-ending present in which what the party says is the only truth. That's what they're going for. Off, You know, that off-color joke about the Asian food. What are you talking about? Oh, these people are so tiresome. Oh, my God. <laughs> a succulent Chinese meal. So anyway, the uh, jury has the case right now. There are 500 cops, at least in Kenosha, Wisconsin, as they are bracing for mayhem when the kid is most likely let free. 500 well, uh, troops yeah, have been activated. If the left gets a, a result they don't like, they're allowed to riot. Yeah. Kenosha locals brace for riots ahead of Rittenhouse verdict. 500 troops activated. Fantastic. And that will just be seen as a perfectly reasonable reaction if they start burning down buildings and pushing over cop cars and everything like that. And then you might have another person get shot and you'll end up with another trial. Oh, wow. Perpetual motion machine. Yeah, on MSNBC and CNN, an acquittal will be seen as a racist, white supremacist, something, something. And if you're going to if you're going to listen to those people and believe that it is just flat out racist, you you, you should take to the streets. If our system is that racist, it makes perfectly good sense. Right. Yeah, I see what you mean. <sighs> our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hour three of the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're actually going to hear from a warrior who received the benefit of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station when he was uh, wounded in action and um, and uh, and needed to transition to real life, back to normal life. And that's what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is. We'll tell you more about that throughout the show. We're raising money for that great organization this week. We're shooting for a half a million dollars by close of business on Friday. People are donating at armstrongandgetty.com. And as happens every year... Some people are being anonymous, some people are putting their names, and some people are putting funny names, like Harry Legs in for $100. Brandon's son's computer repairman donated 100 bucks. Brandon's son's repair... Oh, I get it. That'd be Hunter. Hunter Biden, right. The laptop. Batikef Care in for 100 bucks. Thank Flat you. Batikef your- Care. Thank you for your contribution, <laughs> Mr. Kef Care. Jack's Pack of Camels, $25. <laughs> I don't get this <laughs> Paya woman fan. Oh, Payao. Okay. Remember that gal? We used to play that uh, clip a lot. 50 bucks for her. Yeah. Thank you. Anyhow. 
Thank you. Yeah, a Warrior Foundation Freedom Station truly saving lives of our heroes when they're in the most need. They do wonderful, wonderful work, awe-inspiring work, and they're crazy careful with your donations. So go to armstrongandgetty.com and give as generously as you can. So we've been at this for 25 and a half hours. Gladys, drumroll, please. Where are we currently? After just over a day, $109,682. We raised... Almost $110,000 in one day. Mm. Well, you you raised. We told you where to donate, and you sent the money. We appreciate that. At armstrongandgetty.com, it's super easy. Yes, it is, indeed. Thank you for giving as generously as you can. Uh, where are my whales at? You builders, you yeah. real estate agents are making crazy oh, yeah. money from this beautiful, wonderful country. That's the whale sound oh, right there. Where are my whales? Ahoy! They are. They're sounding off the port bow. We need to land their contributions. You want to hear go, something? Go ahead. I was just going to say, go to armstrongandgetty.com, you, you, you rich folks who've benefited so much from this wonderful country. Have you ever flown JetBlue? I don't, I'm pretty sure I have not. I don't think I have. I've, I've considered it, but no. What's their rep? They're a discount airline. They're a, a southwest-ish. This, this doesn't sound discount. So somebody was booking a flight on JetBlue to fly coach. And then when you fill out the stuff where you got your name and everything like that, and it like it says, do you want to be called? I usually just leave it blank, but you can be Mr. Mm. or Mrs. or whatever. Yes. The list on JetBlue is Mr., Mrs., Miss, Ms., Doctor, Baron, Baroness, Captain, Dom, Lady, Lord, Mister, Prof, Rabbi, Reverend, Right Honorable, Sir Viscount or Viscountess. <laughs> I got to go with Baron. I'm going to be a Viscount. I'm flying JetBlue. <laughs> deep, what, deep Viscounts. Whatever that Today matters. only. Strong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll get this a new poll found that due to rising costs, nearly half of Americans will soon cancel at least one of their streaming subscriptions. You know, as soon as you cancel Netflix, you're going to hear your neighbor scream to the wall, What the hell? You go, I was almost done with Squid Game. Sorry. That is pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. God, yeah. I, I, I just noticed, because uh, uh, my son wanted to watch Shrek, so I googled, uh, where can you find Shrek? Uh, after I bounced around some of our subscriptions and realized, because I've signed up for some of these for individual shows and then not canceled them, I got the HBO Max, I got the Peacock, obviously I have Netflix and Disney. You know, they add up. The Apple. Sure. The Amazon. Geez, that's six. <laughs> I think the only one I don't have now is Hulu. I canceled that a while back. But anyway, yeah, they add up. I can yeah, well, see more people, uh, uh, as inflation happens, deciding, eh, I don't know if we need all these. Right, right. That'll be interesting to see evolve and whether they might, uh, there might be mergers and acquisitions, you know, like happened in the cable industry. Whether, you know, Disney will eventually buy a Peacock or what have you or HBO. I just wonder. I wonder where it goes. Shrek's a good movie, by the way, still. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. Just love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. It's a brand new feature. I've just come up with it. I hope it's uh, ridiculously late in the game. It's the wonderful, 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 probably the, the amazing cavalcade of COVID. <laughs> just a couple of That's, that's right. right, Dr. Cardi. 
That's right. A couple of stories uh, that are related to Fao Xi's hot and sour Chinese fever, uh, Chinese bat fever. First of all, you probably followed this story, but did you really hear what the court said? President Biden's vaccine mandate for uh, companies with 100 or more employees, and the word was that they were going to extend it as quickly as they could to companies with fewer than 100 employees. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals absolutely booted it into outer space. They went beyond killing it. They hated it. President Biden warned that he lacked the power to mandate vaccines for private workers, but he ordered OSHA to do it anyway. Late Friday came a sharp rebuke by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, an important check. Quote, the mandate's true purpose is not to enhance workplace safety, but instead to ramp up vaccine uptake by any means necessary, wrote one of the judges in uh, for the unanimous panel in a withering opinion that extends the court's earlier stay on the OSHA mandate. Ah, the court's opinion takes apart the OSHA mandate every which way on constitutional, statutory, and procedural grounds. It just murdered it. It will not rise up from the grave. It is dead. Yeah, absolutely. The panel, uh, let's see, as the court uh, explains, OSHA failed to satisfy either condition, either that employees are exposed to grave danger from exposure to substances or agents deemed to be toxic or physically harmful, and that such a standard is necessary to protect employees from such danger. Uh, it just it flunked every single scrutiny they applied to it. Well, we've talked about this uh, administration by administration over the last 30 years or so. Um, presidents go further and further. It used to be seen as because they put their hand on a Bible and swear an oath to the Constitution. They're not supposed to do things that are unconstitutional. Well, little by little, we are now to the point that presidents just do things and see if they can slip it past, knowing it's probably unconstitutional. But I'm going to try it anyway. Right. Sometimes they do it knowing they absolutely won't uh, be able to get it passed, but they get credit from their base. Their base doesn't understand what a, a bold-faced, uh, you know, fake job it was. And they think, wow, they tried, but those stupid conservative courts knocked it down. When if the courts didn't knock it down, that would be a constitutional horror. But it's all performative these days. It's just crazy. But let's not get off on a tangent, Jack. This is the cavalcade of COVID. Coronavirus! Austria. Not Australia. Australia, kangaroos. Austria, Hitler. There you go. That's how you remember. (laughs) Anyway, that was gratuitous. The Austrian government has ordered a nationwide lockdown for unvaccinated people. It it prohibits unvaccinated people 12 years and old, uh, 12 years and older from leaving their homes except for basic activities like working, grocery shopping, going for a walk or getting vaccinated. Otherwise, if you're found out and about, you will be punished. Wow. I wonder how much they're enforcing that. A lockdown for the unvaccinated. It will initially last for 10 days. Police will go on patrol to check people outside to make sure they are vaccinated. Unvaccinated people can be fined up to $1,660 if they violate the lockdown. That's the way we were all, remember, that's the way we were all living back in like uh, March, April of 2020. Most places in America, you weren't supposed to go anywhere except for work or the hospital or the grocery store. 
Yeah, that was all all kind of symbolic, though. I mean, I mean, we we got little IDs printed up that said we're essential yeah. workers and broadcast professionals, and obviously, the, without talk radio, the world will wither and die. And I never carried mine, and was never asked to show it. Oh, I had it at all times. I had it. Uh, I had it tattooed on my chest in case I left my card at home. That's why I was wondering. I wonder how much they're enforcing that in Austria. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, they're they're having like seventeen deaths a day these days, reported. Of course, it's a it's a, it's a country of nine million people, so it's a tiny fraction of the U.S. But deaths per one hundred thousand. Let's see, that's that's one thirtieth. So it's less than one thirtieth of our population. It's about one thirty fifth, um, and seventeen a day. Wow, we have way more people than that dying. Huh? Dying. I mean, yeah, yeah, we have way more people dying right now. We're averaging 1,100 a day. Uh, and we're not shutting down the whole country over it. Thank God. I think it's significant that we're the country that defeated Hitler, not the one that coughed him up on the world stage. Way to go, Austria. Way to go. It's the cavalcade of COVID, folks. And the final story I wanted to get to, and, uh, and, and this one is serious, is that people, the American people, got significantly, perhaps disastrously, disastrously sicker during COVID because nobody was getting medical care. And what we think of this in retrospect, even though we're kind of in the middle of it still, after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, you know, we usually lead with how great Simply Safe is and how we're, they're offering 50% off right now for our listeners. I want to mention to you that the, the, the complete system customized for your home starts at just over a hundred bucks. So you and your sweetheart can't go out for steaks and a bottle of wine for what it costs you to protect your home or your business or your workshop. Simply Safe is great and it's affordable. Yeah. And it's the best home security system of 2021, according to U.S. News and World Report. And right now, uh, Simply Safe are giving you the, uh, access to the Black Friday deals already. 50% off the award winning home security already. Got the cameras, got the sensors, indoor and outdoor, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Take advantage of Simply Safe's early Black Friday deal for Armstrong and Getty listeners. Get 50% off your new home security system. Visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. No long contracts, too. We yep. ought to mention that. Yep, yep. most of these systems most you, say, month? You, you, you get like a two year uh, commitment. Nope. Boo! Again, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. 50% off. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Got a very important moon to tell you about coming up. Oh, for God's sake, you and your gimmicky moons. So <laughs> this this is this is ripped from Joe Getty's real life. I told you about this earlier. A new study found that the number of Americans able to keep their blood pressure at healthy levels dropped disastrously in my mind in 2020 either because people avoided the doctor's office or were unable to get care because their physicians closed their offices during the pandemic the other day i had a cold i got three different covid tests but because i got a cold the the front office and my doctor's office said oh god no don't you dare will you'll be shot on site right if you show up here we'll do a telemed that's why you gotta lie thing. that's why everybody lies if you right. don't lie about your kid or yourself or whatever it's almost impossible to function you can't go to the doctor you can't go to school you can't get a babysitter you can't do anything 
Right. And so as a guy who's been battling blood pressure my entire adult life, I happen to have a pretty good cough. And it's been really good, you know, last year or so. Uh, but I thought, well, just to be thorough, I ought to check it before my telemed appointment. Well, I checked it and it was crazy high. So I checked it again and I checked it again and it is damned high. It had gotten way higher than it should be, particularly given the drugs I'm on. So anyway. Research presented Saturday at an annual meeting. Oh, and and the point is, if I didn't have a really good blood pressure cuff, I would still not know Mm. that my blood pressure is not well controlled anymore. It is now because I'm working out like a fiend. But anyway, uh, the research presented Saturday at an annual meeting of the American Heart Association showed that only 53.3% of adults in the U.S. had their blood pressure under control. 53% compared to 60.5% the previous year. I mean, okay, so that's not a giant drop, but that's 7% of Americans heading straight down the, the, the full-speed highway toward a stroke or kidney failure or blindness or whatever. Ugh. Said uh, Associate Professor of Epidemiology at Mayo Clinic, there was a substantial room for improvement in blood pressure control to begin with. Then, obviously, with a pandemic and people having fewer inpatient visits, we saw this big drop in blood pressure control. Um, and, and they mentioned heart attack, stroke, uh, kidney disease, etc., um, and they go into some detail on the blood pressure. I think, trust me, get your blood pressure checked, know what it is, and control it. It's super dangerous. But there was also a huge drop-off in the number of people who got cancer screenings, who got cancer follow-ups. People have gained weight, whether it was the 19 pounds that the one story was <laughs> claiming, which seems like an awful lot. Uh, they think people are drinking more. People have started smoking more. All sorts of, of health risks combined with this over-the-top, completely unjustifiable paranoia at doctor's offices. I told the story the other day. A good friend of my wife's had an upper respiratory infection. It was growing severe, but she couldn't get in-person care from her doctor. Her doctor finally emailed her directly and said, look, call and lie. Say you have yeah, foot pain. That's what say you have saying. heart palpitations. Say you can't see out of your left eye. Say anything you want. And when you get there and they say, have you been in contact with anybody with COVID or had a fever or uh, no nope. runny nose, you say no. No. Nope. Because otherwise, you don't get to go in. You got a cough? <coughs> nope. Oh, I've actually done that. I've actually stifled a cough mm. to get to go in and do a variety of things. Yeah, yeah. Boy, COVID paranoia. How much damage has it really done? And I mean, you know, COVID caution is fine, but it's gone way into the paranoia zone. I think most of us would agree with that. How much damage has it actually done to people's health? And will we ever have a full accounting of it? I wonder. But that's a wrap on the Cavalcade of COVID. Coronavirus! Coming up, got a very important moon to tell you about. Aye, nobody, literally nobody is going to stay tuned for that. The plastic... Neil Armstrong, your <laughs> uncle, were he still with us, would not stay tuned for that. Neil Armstrong would switch over to country music if he heard that tease. <laughs> That's how little anybody cares about a special moon. Uh, The plastic utensil police are out in Los Angeles. Thank God, saving the world. Among other mostly stupid things we've got to talk about coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's start with talk radio host Alec Jones, who could pay a big price for falsely calling one of America's deadliest mass school shootings a hoax. 
A Connecticut judge has ruled the InfoWars host and conspiracy theorist is liable by default in lawsuits brought by families of Sandy Hook shooting victims. The judge took the rare step of defaulting Jones and ruling for the plaintiffs. Okay, I don't understand this, so Joe, who almost went to law school, is going to explain it to me. I thought, as a talk show host, I could go on the air and say, yeah, I think that's fake all day long. How do I end up in trouble for that? He went way farther than that, way, way, way farther than that, defamed the families, called them liars, called them actors. Um, He knew it was false and uh, defamatory at the time um, and, and caused them significant damage. Like by name? Uh, I don't rec- I don't know exactly what he did, but what happened um, what happened in the case is that because the- I can say President Biden's a robot. I could say that every day on the air. Right. Well, part of the difference is that he's a politician slash public figure and the bar is much, much higher to get sued for mm. defamation of a public figure because they're by definition so, going to be debated hotly. So I am trying to figure this out. Um, so uh, if I say my neighbor by name and say he's a robot or or something worse he's a he's a thief he's a thief i just know he's a thief mm-hmm. he could sue me then for that because uh, i've had an effect on his life right does he well he's, not, he's not just theoretically the but people show up outside his house they threaten him uh they they picket outside his house they they picket his employer pressure the employer to get rid of him the rest of it and you just keep going over and over again he's a thief and a criminal and something needs to be done about it with, especially with a big public, uh, you know, uh, platform. If you could prove that he was, would you be off the hook? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, um, it, it, you need to you need to know it's false at the time you say it. Generally speaking, in the in the libel slander law. But anyway, so what the judge ruled was it, the judge ruled that Jones's attorneys had refused to turn over documents ordered by the court, including financial records and like. Uh, uh, online uh, viewing numbers and that sort of thing for several years. Same thing a judge in Texas ruled in late September. So this is a different judge in Connecticut who who said, all right, look, it's over. I'm I'm giving the case to the plaintiffs because the defense is refusing to engage. They're refusing to participate. Um, and so now a jury is going to start, or juries in Connecticut and Texas are going to decide how much Jones should pay the families in damages. And uh, is this going to be one of those deals where it could just be an insane number? I suspect it will be, yeah. I also suspect that um, we haven't heard the last of the legal wrangling, but um, I don't I don't know exactly where it can go I mean, next. Alex Jones, I think 60 Minutes said a couple of years ago, was making, what, 50, 60 million dollars a year? But even at that rate, uh, if he owes $100 million, he could be ruined. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Um, now you're getting into my, or beyond my nearly going to law school training. So but, um, what but, happens next, I don't know. But on CBS, uh, the early show today, they were showing a clip of him with a bullhorn standing somewhere yelling about how the parents were actors, paid actors, and all that sort of stuff. That's right. an interesting way to make a living. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, it would be very maddening, obviously, if you're one of the parents and your kid was killed, but I think I'd just ignore him. Well, you got, you know, I, I get that, but your child has been murdered and you have crowds demonstrating in front of your front door, chanting that you're a liar. You never had a child. And, and who are those people? 
Well, right. Who are those people? The They're people, people that... whipped up by Alex Jones and uh, people like him. And go and stand in the yard and uh, who are you? Yeah, I know. I know. It's sick. The of whole all, thing is sick. Of all the things to get involved with. Right. Right. And can you imagine as the parent of a child who is murdered at age five or six? I was mocking the people that stood outside the Britney Spears courtroom to cheer her on. You're right. better off doing that. Uh, leave the Alex Jones front yard of the the, 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 the the mourning parents and go cheer on Britney Spears if you're going to do something stupid with your life. Well, and, and, you know, given that that's what's happening, I don't think you'd ignore him. I think you'd go out there and freaking kill him. Uh, well, if there's a crowd in my yard, yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I would want to kill him. Channing, Jack never had a son. Jack never had a son. Or, you know, Channing, that it was all fake and you were a government actor. It's just sick. And during one of the earlier trials, uh, Jones and his attorney said, look, you're not supposed to take what he says seriously. He doesn't mean it. It's just entertainment. And there's some theory that they didn't want to actually have these two giant trials go public because he would have had his defense would have had to been only a lunatic would take my stuff literally. Mm. It's which, entertainment. Which it's is, parody. Which is not a bad argument because you are a lunatic if you take him seriously. Well, We're not going to have Pepsi with baby flavoring in it. He's a he's a yeah he's a caricature caricature yeah. He's identified an extreme fringy audience that is uh, very, very lucrative and decided to craft his professional life into profiting from them. I find it despicable. You do what you want to do. Believe what you want to believe. He's kind of like Q, who, uh, you know, did all this stuff and then all of a sudden, God, people actually believe this crap. Right. They're actually acting on it. And for what it's worth, and you decide what it's worth, he has said, I was wrong about that. The Sandy Hook shootings did occur. It's a horrible tragedy. I never should have said that. I'm sorry. He could be ruined financially over this. I wonder. Um, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station Week. We're doing good with our microphones. If you don't know what that is, we'll tell you about it in hour three. If you miss an hour of the show, you can go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.